This is Square Pizza, cooked up by Shermco. Hey, happy Friday. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Square Pizza Pod. So this, let's try that again. This is COVID week 10 reflections. Um, So our weekly reflection um, as a response to COVID and kind of what's happening around the country and what we're thinking about. So this week really focused on two things in this episode. One, uh, the CDC's new recommendations for what schools must do in order to open safely in the fall of 2020, but also how feasible those recommendations are given the huge financial um, shortfall that many states and districts are going to face this year. So I'm going to talk about how those two things relate in this short weekly recap. We appreciate you guys checking it out. We appreciate all the engagement um, and let us know what you think. Thanks. Hello. All right, everybody. Um, Happy Friday. So week 10, I told myself I was going to stop saying so, but I've already said it twice. So uh, week 10 COVID reflections, um, from this week, obviously, uh, not really good news, but just, I think something to share that a lot of people in education and related to education are thinking about, um, two updates, two updates we want to talk about one, uh, funding and budget cuts to school districts, particularly large school districts, and then just operating next year come the fall. So many states, cities, School districts are facing drastic um, just budget shortfalls, and because of that, budget cuts because so many businesses are closed. Um, people aren't spending as much money as normal, um, so there's not a tax base to kind of generate a lot of the funds that go to these school districts. And so because of that, states are looking at 20 30 $40 billion shortfalls based upon the states. Um, and because the that state and the way school are, schools are funded are having shortfalls, and there's very, just less money. Um, to be sent to school districts within that state. And so when we talk about school districts already being underfunded pre-COVID, this situation is only going to make it worse outside of staffing teachers and staffing positions and additional resources that are going to be needed in in response to COVID. So that's a very real challenge that there's not really a lot of solutions unless um, the federal government and really only the federal government can... um, kind of provide any additional funds to help that because most businesses is even the fortune 10 companies won't be able to um, kind of offset that that deficit and so because of that and now part two in relation to the cdc guidelines if you saw those coming out which we'll link below is essentially that you know schools would be under an enormous amount of pressure now to make sure they're clean and that covid is not contracted during school and the cdc released a few guidelines that kind of um recommend a number of things, but just things that are going to be really difficult for already cash-strapped school districts to do. So like one being um, one student per seat on a school bus. Well, we know many school districts don't have enough school buses, or if they do, they're kind of at capacity and and those buses are already full. And so to require um, students to only sit on one kind of one seat per kid is just going to be really tough. you know, the school desks will need to be six feet apart inside classrooms next year. And if many of you know that have worked in or went to large public schools, that's just not feasible. And there's not a lot of extra space happening in schools or a lot of extra space to even use those at the same time. Um, and then just the amount of kind of like hand san- sanitizing that will need to take place. Um, and then just little things around like cafeteria where kids are going to sit, um, how they'll eat 
and being dispersed throughout the school. So some very real challenges, I think that will create some opportunities around how schools are designed. Um, perhaps the school day as well. So kids may be looking to go in shifts. And so half the school will go from, let's say 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then the next half will come from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So I think that's gonna be a very real solution to make sure all districts are kind of adhering to the guidelines, the CDC recommended guidelines, and to make sure students and families are safe. Um, so just two things we you know, wanna share with you from what we're talking about with leaders across the country this week is how districts are going to respond to this budget shortfall, number one, and then number two, like how they're going to adhere to CDC guidelines. Um, it's gonna be really tough. It's going to take a lot of kind of community partners um, and a lot of good organizations working together to help schools and districts respond quickly because they're not gonna be able to do it themselves. Um, and we'll take the business community to help offset some additional costs um, as well that the school districts won't be able to, to support by themselves um, as they're kind of waiting for state and federal governments to, to support. So I said so again, um, not you know a lot of rosy updates, but those are just gonna be very real situations and challenges uh, moving forward into August as large school districts think about opening. Um, hope that's helpful. We'll come back next week to share kind of updates to that and some other things as well. And we'll share the CDC guidelines um, and a few interesting articles we've read from across the country to give you more insight to kind of what we're talking about. Hope that helps guys. Um, keep the questions and thoughts coming um, and we'll be in touch throughout the week. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Greg. Thanks again for checking out the podcast episode. Uh, feel free to show us some love on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at Shermco, S-C-H-E-R-M-C-O, and hashtag Square Pizza Pod. Uh, would love to see your reviews and connect with you there. Um, stay in touch for the next episode.